Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie. I'm here at the HIA convention in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm speaking with Mike Perry from Reno, Nevada, and he's here at the uh, Expo here. And uh, hi, Mike. Hey, how's it going, Coach? All right, great. Hey, listen, what, what are you doing here? I'm, uh, what's your purpose of uh, coming here and tell us about it? Uh, well, you know, first and foremost, I love coming to uh, Lexington, and uh, I think the HIA has always put on outstanding conferences, and uh, uh, so it's a great time to catch up with a lot of the people that I, that I uh, work with and a lot of people that I don't work with that I love and uh, love to see around. But... Um, uh, this time I came with a mission to um, uh, support uh, the hemp industries and in particular the Hemp Industry Association in a um, their lawsuit against the DEA and the uh, Ninth Circuit. Um, okay. So, yeah. So tell us about that in, in the lawsuit. How did that happen and why are we having a lawsuit? Yeah, so as most of your listeners will be aware, the uh, the uh, DEA uh, passed a uh, promulgated a final rule on marijuana extracts, and uh, the final rule on marijuana extracts uh, is um, ostensibly just a new uh, drug schedule one drug category uh, that they contend is for international treaty compliance. The industry, on the other hand, sees it as a uh, direct regulation over industrial hemp extracts. The uh, definition of marijuana extract is so broad it's that uh, any extract from a plant genus can cannabis with one or more cannabinoid. Now that obviously includes uh, all the industrial hemp extracts that, uh, that we work with. Um, the industry contends that uh, the Farm Bill, uh, which uh, conditionally legalized industrial hemp, uh, would uh, naturally include derivatives of natural hemp. So I guess it would be something like saying um, the DEA agrees that uh, industrial hemp is legal, uh, but uh, once you extract it, it goes back into a Schedule One. So they're essentially saying that you know, um, you grow rosemary and you extract it and it becomes maple extract. It's, uh, oh, yeah. um, it's a, you know, a very tenuous argument to begin with, but uh, it's had a major market impact on particularly the CBD companies um, by uh, scaring some of the big cap mainstream American companies out of the market. Um, we know of at least 20 um, uh, law enforcement actions against uh, companies uh in, in the CBD sector, and which have directly cited the uh, FD or the DEA's final rule as the uh, basis for their enforcement actions, so it's clearly had an impact. And um, this uh, Ninth Circuit lawsuit that the Hemp Industry Association has uh, filed against the DEA uh, argues that the uh, for enjoyment of the final rule based upon its misinterpretation of the Farm Bill. Um, so uh, what we're doing here in uh, Kentucky is um, gathering support from uh, interested parties and members uh, uh, to uh, join a coalition to lobby uh, congressional leadership uh, to provide an amicus brief to the Ninth Circuit 
uh, as a means of clarifying that when they passed the farm bill, um, they intended for derivatives of industrial hemp uh, to uh, be conditionally legal under the same conditions as the hemp itself. Um, and in doing so, uh, provide the court with a clarity that the DEA has misinterpreted their, um, the farm bill and their intent in passing it. So we feel that'll be a really powerful um, consideration for the judges in as much as these are the people who, the, 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 the nature of the suit is about the intent of the farm bill. So having the people who actually wrote it tell their intent um, should be a very powerful and persuasive yeah. Yeah. argument. So, um, so yeah, so we've done really well. We've, uh, I think we're, we've got a, a hundred and 25 or 150 uh, signatures uh, oh, yeah. from here. Yeah. So I've, I've certainly started. signed it, yeah. so that was yep. great. Thank you, Coach. Yeah. yeah. So once you do that, and let's say that we're successful, how, how do you see the industry going now? We've been doing this for three or four years. People are really doing a lot in the industry, and it's changing. Uh, how do you see that in, in the next year? Uh, I, well, you know, I think the you know the growth in the industry generally and broadly speaking has been um, pretty good, um, and I don't see an event uh, changing the trajectory uh, and and reversing the progress that's uh, been made. Um, but I guess what we're looking for is that uh, landscape changing event, which would be uh, you know passage of uh, legislation, pro hemp legislation, or uh, a, a court decision in our favor, which would allow. Uh, some of the more fence-hitting conservative organizations to join the game, the Amazons, the Facebooks, the GNCs, the vitamin shops, and um, that's a real breakout moment for all of us. If uh, yeah. everybody's arm wrestling for a shelf space at their local health food store now, it, uh, you know, we're all taking a little piece of a gigantic pie, and um, you know, I hope that happens because everybody uh, here deserves um, some return on the investment they've put into this. And uh, Certainly. Uh, yeah. 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 We're moving forward. This is just slowing tactics. Yeah, we're up against, uh, you know, a, a, a big, difficult, smart bureaucracy. And when I say smart, um, yeah, you know, there's... Uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of minds on the other side and a lot of willpower on the other side and um, you know so beyond uh, chipping away at the legality we also need to chip away at the corporate culture at the DEA and the FDA and the USDA and um, I think the industry's been doing real well at that lately by putting a few new faces in there a few people who can um, speak to them in their own language and um, present uh, you know we've we've been a movement for. For 20, 30 years, and um, you know, there, there's been a, a more grassroots activist uh, campaign, and I'm really happy to see that that's being buttressed now by a lot of uh, professionals here in in Kentucky and uh, around the country who are, um, you know, who are showing a new face and adding a little, um, you know, a, a you know, a left-right um, sort of attack. Uh, we can, um, you know, we've got a, a much broader coalition of interested parties now, and I, you know, I really think that'll pay dividends. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I've been doing for the last two years is traveling for six months plus all yep. around talking to people, and yeah, that's needed, the grassroots. Yeah, sure, and then, you know, and, the, and uh, ultimately one of the other things that as soon as I'm, you know, clear of this uh, campaign, I, I really like to concentrate a little bit of um, industry-level PR where we can um, define common themes in a kind of got-milk way where we're not... Uh, um, actively promoting our own interests directly as much as we're uh, promoting CBD itself and making sure there's an awareness that uh, permeates uh, to a uh, to a more mainstream population. And I think, you know, again, that's a way to, to make the market grow 
using the strength of the actual product. Um, and, uh, and uh, you know, there's a, sometimes in this industry there's a little bit of what uh, is referred to, I guess, as the... Um, the circular fire firing range where oh, yeah. um you know where people will criticize each other's products and brands um in the hopes of dominating with their own brands but in fact i think the people that are really listening are outside that circle and they're hearing oh there's charlatans there's uh, scamsters you know there's quality issues this should be regulated that's what people are hearing and i think uh, really we need to focus on uh, you know got cbd got milk we need to uh, promote the industry and the products in order to broaden our customer base at, to the benefit of all of us and then when it's a five ten billion dollar industry fine lace up the gloves and go back at it if that's yeah. your if that's your way but <laughs> exactly let's, let, let's get there yeah. first yeah let's yeah. get there first well yeah. great well you know mike i want to thank you for being a guest on the i have revolution uh, podcast and uh part of the uh, uh, I Have Revolution Roadshow that I'm on here. So thank you very much. Well, thanks for having me, Freddie. I always uh, enjoy talking with you. All righty. Well, you take care and keep up the good work. I'll try. I'll do my best. There you go. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the I Have Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHempRevolution.